Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to the Friday Q&A session of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. This is where uh, subscribers on my email list can uh, uh, send in questions. So if you're not on the email list, come join it at strongmen.io uh, or click the link in the show notes to get there. So the gentleman today, he asked about restoring communication after it's been lost. We're going to talk about how to do that, how we go about that. So yeah, here we go. My name is Mike Fraser, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So this gentleman's question, pretty straightforward. He says, what's the best way to restore communication when it's been lost? So really to answer this question, we need to understand how this happens, right? How how we get to a place where communication isn't there anymore. Um, you know, if your wife isn't talking to you or doesn't want to talk with you or doesn't want to be around you or doesn't share very much. Um, you don't just get there out of nowhere, you know, that gets built up over time. So what I want you guys to understand is the pattern that marriages follow when they fall apart. So the first thing that happens is you start eroding trust and that low trust leads to a low sense of safety in the marriage. So things that can bring on low trust are things like the mosquito cycles. So uh, when you mosquito cycles, when you do night, quote unquote, nice things for your wife, five love languages, service, that sort of thing. Um, but you're expecting back from her attention, appreciation, affection, and sex, or for her to do your love language or something like that, which is probably one of those ones. Um, now, a lot of guys will say, no, no, I'm really, I'm doing this because I care, but you can prove to yourself that's not true. If you start getting like really mad when you don't get back attention, appreciation, affection, and sex, you're like, man, well, look at everything I'm doing. So yeah, you start getting frustrated. Then you either explode or escape. So you get mad. You tell her, man, I'm doing all this. I'm going to just stop doing it. You don't do anything for me. It's not fair. Or you escape into pornography, other, other women, uh, just like not being home very much, spending lots of time with friends, drinking, exercise, that kind of thing to sort of numb out your emotions of frustration. Then you feel bad. You come back, you start doing nice things for her again, and it just goes in that cycle. So that mosquito cycle, it's low trust because it shows a lot of problems. Number one is, you know, you're kind of being manipulative by trying to get something back from her and not even telling her that. So it's dishonest. Um, it's not straightforward. It also shows poor mental and emotional control when you go into that explosion or escape cycle. So all of it just breaks trust over and over again. Um, another thing that, that will pretty clearly break trust is breaking promises. So it can be big or small. You know, infidelity is probably the biggest promise breaker that guys will make that I work with. Um, but it can also just be smaller things. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take care of that, um, repair in the house. And then you don't. Okay. That just starts breaking trust. Um, so she starts feeling less comfortable. She starts feeling less safe, or maybe it's just not prioritizing her over time. Some guys will come to me after being married 30 plus years. Um, and their wife's just saying, man, I just don't feel like a priority. You've prioritized work over me. And eventually that gets to where she just doesn't feel safe because she doesn't feel like she has someone that's taking care of him, care of her. Uh, and again, that poor mental emotional control, you know, if you are a guy who loses his temper a lot, who is really up and down with his emotions, who doesn't manage his anxiety well, 
all of that signals to your wife, hey, this guy's not really safe. I can't really trust him because he can't even control his own emotions. So most likely the gentleman that sent me this has demonstrated some of this over time, right? Because when your wife doesn't feel safe, that's when she stops communicating. Okay. The other thing too, I didn't put in this slide here, but is just not listening. Same thing as lack of prioritization. So if she feels like you just haven't listened forever, that breaks trust. But also she's like, what's the point? Why should I even talk to this guy? He doesn't listen to anything that I say. Um, he doesn't follow through on the things he says, or he doesn't really try to understand my point of view. He just runs me over. He doesn't really care what I think. So of course, she's not going to talk to you very much if that's how she thinks. So bottom line, when your wife doesn't feel safe, she stops opening up to you as much. Okay. So what happens then? You start getting superficial communication, just business stuff. You're not able to get to win-wins on stuff like money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, and time. You just kind of go your own ways or you have frequent conflict over that. You just can never seem to get through it. It's not fun anymore. You're not having a good time. Kind of feel uncomfortable in the house. Can feel like you're walking on eggshells. You don't know how to talk to her. So what happens then is you get low mental and emotional intimacy. So this is probably what this, where this gentleman's at. He's at least here, right? He's at least here where the communication is starting to drop and the mental emotional intimacy just isn't there. But what I want him to understand, I want you to understand is it didn't start that. It started with low trust and low safety. That's why communication dried up. Okay. Now, when you don't have mental and emotional intimacy, that can sometimes trigger infidelity, either emotional or sexual infidelity, because you don't feel connect, you don't feel safe with the person you're supposed to be with or that you're married to. You don't feel mentally, emotionally connected. You're probably going to start looking for a connection somewhere else. Or even if you don't, you're kind of tempted to, you kind of wish you could have that connection somewhere else. So when there's low trust and low mental emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy tends to dry up. This, this guy didn't really talk about that, but or even if sex is there, well, you know, a lot of times guys I'll talk to, they'll say, you know, we still have sex sometimes. It's just not, doesn't really feel connected. It's just like, yeah, we both kind of have that desire and we sort of meet it that way, but there's just not that connection. We're not having fun. It's not, you know, we don't really feel like we have each other's backs. So in other words, they don't have trust or mental emotional intimacy. So even if they have sex, it's not sexual intimacy, if that makes sense. So, but what happens more often, it, the guys I work with is they have low trust, low mental emotional connection, low communication, and then low sex also. So we end up with this roommate or infidelity situation or walking on eggshells, just like feeling trapped in your marriage. Okay. Then later separation and divorce. So the sequence, again, you, you get low safety and security from the mosquito cycle, from breaking promises, from not managing your thoughts and emotions. Well, she starts feeling like, man, this from not listening, from not prioritizing her. So eventually she starts feeling like, man, what's the point in even talking with this guy? And so mentally, emotional intimacy drops, communication drops, which is where this guy is. Um, at least he's here. Maybe he's farther along in this process. And then you get loss of sexual connection typically then infidelity or roommate or checked out phase, then separation or divorce. So, you know, where are you in this sequence? Um, and I'm telling you the best place to come into the program is as early as possible in this sequence. <laughs> okay. When you come in looking at separation or divorce, it's, it's not that we can't turn it around. We can, and we do. That said, it's much easier if you would come in earlier. So if you're like, oh, I'm not really separated or divorced. Yeah. You know, we, we talk, we communicate, but maybe it could be better. That's the time to come in because you will 
be able to shift this, build trust, build mental emotional connection, build sexual connection much faster when you haven't kind of undone that with a lot of years of broken trust and poor communication. Okay. So this, again, answer this gentleman's question. He said, how do you restore communication when it's been lost? You have to start by restoring trust. Okay. Not communication. You have to go backwards. You have to build that foundation of trust first. So you build up your spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and sexual strength. Okay. You be a man of your word. You manage your thoughts and emotions well. Okay. You learn those skills. So when you do this, you feel solid. You build up your self-worth, your self-confidence, your self-esteem. Okay. You learn to manage your thoughts and emotions really well. You live in integrity with how you want to use your sexuality. So when you do that, you just feel great. You feel strong. You feel solid. And that is very attractive to her. So what that will do then is she'll actually be more interested in communicating with you. Now, the biggest secret, okay, to improving communication is focus really on listening. And a lot of guys will say, oh, what should I say to my wife? What should I say to my wife? Really don't worry so much about that. Worry more about listening to her and trying to really understand her at a deep level. So every time she speaks, Every time she sends you a little text, just try to understand it. She's like, oh, hey, I'm going out. Okay, great. You know, where are you, where are you headed? I'm interested. Oh, I don't want to tell you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to pose. I imagine that feels like I'm being too intrusive. I get it. No worries. Right. So there's always opportunity to try to understand where your wife's coming from. When she's complaining about you. Yeah. You never listen. You know what? I want to hear what you're saying because it's probably true. There's probably lots of times I haven't listened. I want to listen right now. Tell me more. Okay. Every time she speaks, you try to understand that more than anything is going to help improve your communication. And even if she's not speaking, right, give it a shot. Try to understand. So she comes home. She looks like she's mad, right? You can just come up to her and say, hey, you look a little upset. You doing okay? Um, I'm interested. Tell me what's going on. So just try to understand where she's coming from. If she's just leaving the house, she seems upset. Right. Just say, Hey, you seemed upset when you, when you took off anything I can help with what's going on. Right. You, you understand why she stopped talking in the first place. So from today's episode, hopefully you can understand, Hey, you know, I think maybe the reason you're not wanting to talk to me is because I never listened to you or I didn't prioritize you or, or I kept you know, manipulating you. Is that right? Is that why you don't really want to talk to me? She'll probably be like, Whoa, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> So the more you practice getting into her mindset, the more she'll be open to expressing herself to you. So the more she feels safe. So Stephen Covey says, listening is, uh, understanding is like psychological air. So probably you haven't listened and understood her very much. And so she's turned somewhere else to get that air. But if you can start providing that air to her, she's going to want to be around you more. She's going to want to communicate with you more. Okay. So once you get good at listening to her, you want to get good at expressing your side of things. So a good sequence of that is, hey, this thing happened. I thought this way and I felt this way. And just start with small stuff. Hey, like today at work, you know, I, I got a big sale and, you know, I felt good. I felt happy because, you know, I felt like I was going to help this guy. Just sharing little stuff like that. Then you want to start working towards win-win agreement. So start small, you know, hey, what do we want for dinner tonight? You know, as small as that. Then as you get better, work your way up to the, the harder issues like money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, and free time. So yeah, just you want to build up that skill. You know, we're, we're talking about building strength and skill here and in this program. You, you don't 
start by lifting a thousand pounds, right? If you can only lift 50 pounds right now, you start with lifting 50 and then you work your way to 55 and then 60, right? Um, so with this getting to win wins or just listening and understanding, start small, right? Work your way up. That's the way strength building and skill building works. Okay. So if you want to restore communication, first step is restoring trust. So, and that trust comes from building that in those internal strengths, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, sexual, right? So it takes practice to do that. And it takes the right exercises. I think you're going to have a, a hard time finding a program that will very clearly and deliberately show you how to build spiritual, mental, emotional, and sexual strength. You can find lots of stuff for physical strength. We do a little bit of that. It's not like the biggest focus. We just ask you to do some physical exercise every day because it does a lot for your mental and emotional health. Um, but yeah, I mean, we lay it out for you. If you will do these exercises, you will build those strengths. There's, there's no question. And when you build those strengths, then we start building those skills of communication, talking, of listening, right. Of intimacy. So, you know, come join us. We'll teach you how to do it. Okay. We'll give you the program. You do the exercise. You will build these strengths and skills. You'll create a stronger, more intimate marriage. So visit us at strongmen.io. Come join us in Strongmen Strong Marriages uh, or visit the, click the link in the show notes. You come, you fill out an application. We'll review it, get back to you with best next steps. All right. And if you're not quite ready to join the program, join our email list um, so you can get updates on uh, what we're doing. So again, visit strongmen.io. Apply to join the Strong Strongmen Strong Marriages program. Love to have you in there. And stay strong, men. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.